0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Don't tell me what to do, sister. You know what I'm saying? Oh
3: yeah, you mm-hmm. love you know? being told what to do. <laughs> oh,
1: I just love you. You know that for 25 years, I just love being told what to do. Love Here's it. how you should do it. Yeah, okay, now that's a good idea. Once you just. Here's how you do it: open the door, go out it, and then close it. There, that's that's how you do it. Get away from me. And then Tom
3: locks it. And then I
1: lock the door. Throw away the key. Remember um, Sly and the Family Stone? You guys know that group, right?
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Sylvester Stewart. Did you ever hear? You know, he was a disc jockey in San Francisco when he was in the band. Hmm. I mean, before the band broke big, but he was a disc jockey, and he decided because his band was doing so well, he was going to quit his radio job in San Francisco. So he barricaded the door to Studio A and went on and on and on about how he's banging the general manager's daughter.
4: Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay, there's
1: It's a little harsh, don't you think?
4: Damn. That's
1: incredible.
3: I cannot relate to that story in any capacity. No. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's a hell of a way to go out on your last day. most people did make like make
1: it big splashes i love that band slide of family stones it was one of my favorite bands when i was a kid actually yeah it's great really really good band um so if we're going to do any news at all before phil comes on in about nine minutes uh it's negative 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 and negative so there we're covered we just did all the news everything sucks everything's horrible and we all hate one another there you go
4: yeah and it snowed this Um, morning that? I said, and it snowed this morning. That about rums, uh, sums up uh, yep. <laughs> Minnesota news. That's just the sprinkles on well, yeah. top, literally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's going to heat up again uh,
4: later in the week.
5: Yeah, it'll get up to yeah. like mid-40s, which is nice. But I was not looking forward to a high of 29 today. I wanted to do yeah. knees into the
4: week. Especially when, because you hear everybody's been talking about how it's going to be warm. And I opened my phone, and the first thing I saw was Chris Eggert's, like, picture of oh it's going to be above average for weather and so i'm leaving the house thinking yeah it's gonna well, be nice garage door opens and just snow everywhere i was like damn you chris Eggert
1: damn you Eggert well you can you can go after him in about what like 20 minutes yeah that'll absolutely. be good well he likes coming on at eight thirty so i guess it'd be about 28 minutes but in any case yeah so just the headlines for today basically uh everybody hates everybody else um it's okay to sneak into the country and then murder a 16 year old apparently I, I, let me ask you a question about that mm-hmm. of the millions of people that have snuck into this country i don't know how many murders have been committed but there have been a lot but this guy scumbag dirtbag piece of shit that he is comes into the country and the first thing he does is kill a 16 year old girl um washington dc isn't that enough Is that enough now that one little girl lost her life because you let every asshole through the door? Right?
3: Yeah. That's a terrible story.
1: It's just horrible. And it's happening again and again and again. When are we going to protect our citizens? 16-year-old girl. He stabbed her to death from what I understand. So when's enough enough? I know you want him to come through so they'll vote for you. I know why you're doing it. This is, again, all about money again. Because they'll get them all the vote and by the way if you don't have a job you have no income why do you get to vote anyway right Just, if you've got nothing
4: nothing in the game why do you get to vote i yeah, get this I, might be a dumb question but if somebody crosses the border illegally they're voting yeah, oh, that, yeah. That,
5: that, that that was what i took away i'd I I barely know how to vote for myself as, right.
4: as. so <laughs> right.
5: I guess I was yeah. not aware that just you know just being here qualifies.
4: Yeah, I would assume that somebody, you know, running from something in Mexico or trying to, you know, sneak across the border, maybe doesn't right. speak a lot of English. I'd be shocked that they're able to vote. Yeah. Well, that blows my
1: mind. I mean, you do know that the, the, the Somali immigrants in, in this country when they came here, they were picked on on buses be driven. To vote. Did you know that? No.
4: Even, I guess, even if they didn't have, because, like, you have to show your ID and all that. Like, even if you don't, they just were like, ah, screw it. Look, I'm not
1: not criticizing the immigrants here. They're getting away with, with a lot of stuff. There's no doubt about it. I, I got nothing against anybody in Mexico or Somalia. I, I got a life. I don't need to be pissed off at mm-hmm. everybody else. I just think, shouldn't we have one set of rules and everybody has to follow those rules? What's wrong with that idea?
4: Yeah. Which that's, I guess that was the point of my question was like, yeah. I was unaware that they, it was so easy for whoever, if you want, if I was a politician to be like, you know what, let's just, you know, bust a bunch of people that aren't supposed to be voting and we're going to go over here to this special right. place. Like, yeah, that's wild to me.
1: you got the three anti-semitic presidents of universities at harvard uh penn and what was the other one i can't remember the other one i don't know whatever it is but uh now did you see they're going after him and and the woman at upenn got fired right Mm -hmm. except she didn't get fired they transferred her to another department and she still makes as much money as she was making it cost her nothing other than the title of president of the university that's all it cost her for going after jews on national television
4: yeah, because essentially they're all using the guise of freedom of speech, correct, for yeah. like why this is okay. And it's like, you know, I get it, freedom of speech, but maybe we should draw the line at, you know, like encouraging genocide. Maybe that would be a good, yeah. good line to Absolutely. draw in the sand.
1: Absolutely. Again, I'm not even upset about this kind of stuff and I'm not singling out anybody or whatever, but it would be kind of nice if you go to work every day and bust your ass and pay your taxes that you should be able to vote. And if you don't, you should not be able to vote. I'm sorry. If you're not kicking in, why do you get to vote? Right? I think that's fair. That's a pretty valid point. I think it's, but that's not how we are. That's we just, as long as I benefit from you being here, then you can be here. That's what this is all about. Right. Right. I really wish it weren't that way, but you, you, I will, I will want to show you one thing I've, I've talked about three things so far. I haven't brought up the Kansas city game for a very specific reason. And I certainly haven't brought up that magnificent performance by both teams in uh, last night's Viking game. We'll get to. uh... (laughs) Too soon, Tom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Well, but Phil's coming on in like one minute. Uh. I had to get in the precursor there. Uh. I got to be honest, I did not watch the game again. Tom, that team sucks. You did yourself
4: a huge favor. Really I, bad, I about bet. About halftime, I said, I really should turn this <laughs> off. And I was like, you know what? I, I got to see it through. And at the end, it felt like watching us get blown out. It felt like a yeah. loss. It yeah. was the most disappointed I've ever been in this team since we lost to Philadelphia in the playoffs after the miracle right. when we got blown out by like 40 points. It felt just like that. It was so disgusting. I'm done.
1: I hate. I I got no argument with you. I didn't even watch the game. I did see that. I kept checking the score, though, you know, because I'm not watching the Mm -hmm. game, but I need to know what's going on. So I kept checking the score. Zero, 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 zero. Zero, zero. Your app's it's broken. Like,
4: yeah, right. right. Ka- Catherine, my phone's not updating. Did you do? So- did we pay the bill?
1: <laughs> what is my phone not updating? Yeah. They're saying it's the fourth quarter and it's still nothing, nothing.
5: What? I see eight punts in the yeah. first half. What is that? No, there's the, no way.
4: It was so bad. It's so like normally announcers, it's yeah. their job to keep everybody engaged. Like, hey, even though this is a bad game, like, ah, we're having fun. They're like, well, we haven't seen anything like this since 1961. Or the inception of football. This is the worst game, and they're like essentially begging <laughs> one of the teams to score a point. That's
5: hilarious. I kind of want to go back and listen to the commentary. Oh, uh, it was oh. so bad. I don't even blame them though, because like you go out there, this you this is your pinnacle of your career, essentially. You are calling yes. NFL games on an NFL slate. Yeah. And you get out there and it's the it's the second three-point. Like total accumulation sum yep. in the past 20 years, the only other one happening in 07 in a game that was essentially a downpour in Pittsburgh. Nobody yep. could hold on to the ball. It's the third one of these games in the past 40 years that's been a 3 0 final. It's it, like it was an all around like record setting day for just poor performance. Yes. Everybody. Did not ch- nobody checked a box. You can't walk out uh, out of there with like no. a f- one like it's a one star review of the game, yeah. and that's only because I have to
4: give it. A there's star. there's no moral moral like goodness that came out of this. At one point <laughs> at halftime, so they show like here's the highlights from the first half, and the announcers <laughs> oh, go oh. the announcers oh. go. Well, I don't know what we're going to show you, but here's the highlights. There was a missed field goal, and then they're like, what else should we show And they're like, ah, there's a couple sacks, I think. I don't know. Yeah, we could probably put those. But they show a missed field goal, and then they keep it pushing <laughs> to the next game. And they show, um, like, they cut in so they'll have live game breaks. And there was, you know, one game was, it was like 21 to 14. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's uh, 35 more points than we've got scored in this game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <And> that's, that's- <laughs> so funny. They, like,
3: show a highlight of, like, the crowd giving like a the perfect high five from somebody <laughs> yeah. else or like, yeah, yeah the perfect wave.
4: Oh, yeah. Look at the, the form of Kevin O'Connell chewing on the, wave gum on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was bad.
1: I don't know what to tell you. That's all I have. I think to tie it in with the beginning of the show, because Phil's coming on in a, a couple of seconds here. I think that if you lose that badly or even win that badly, because the Vikings did win the game three to nothing. But that's a very bad win.
4: Wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah, I, I texted my group of friends and was like, it's a shame that we have to win this game. Like, if we could just yeah. opt out and be like, hey, we'll just take the loss, that, that would have felt better than <laughs> coming away with a victory.
1: Well, maybe they should not be allowed to vote either. Sorry, you, your performance was so bad, <laughs> you can't vote. How Score funny. more than three
4: points and you can vote. How funny,
3: yes. like, it's like that's the consequence for bad sports playing. Like, you don't get to vote, you also don't get to drive. All, like random things, you don't get to own a cat ever. Like,
1: oh, no cats. No That'd, cats. Be That'd be tough. That'd be a tough, tough road to hoe right there. That's all I have to say. But yeah, it. Uh, I I didn't. Uh, well, good. The timing is perfect here because Phil just popped on. So we were just talking about the fact that I did not watch the game again last night because the Vikings suck, and I I cannot watch them. And they proved to me last night by winning three to nothing how badly they really do suck. They're terrible. Well, that's one way. That's one
2: way to frame it. Tom. you could also frame it as an historically great defensive performance by the Vikings. <laughs> right. a, sh- a shout out. A, a shutout on the road against one of the longtime heritage franchises sure. in the NFL, the Raiders.
1: Yeah. And, yep. You're right. It is a wonderful win, three yeah. to nothing. <laughs> I didn't realize. That. I was just telling him, Phil. Honest to God, I kept checking my phone, going. Honey, is my phone not working? I mean, these guys pointed out, my phone, it's still nothing to nothing in the third quarter. That that can't be right. What's wrong with my phone? Delete
2: delete this app. What's happened? The funniest part
1: was,
2: (laughs) you know how on Fox, like you're watching a game and they'll do like the game breaks. They'll go, let's go back to the studio in Los Angeles or the studio in New York where Carissa Thompson has an update on another game. And they show us like, oh, here's the San Francisco 49ers scoring a touchdown. They lead the Seattle Seahawks 7-0. Back to you guys and uh, mark sanchez was on the broadcast oh, for that sure. putrid vikings bears game and so carissa does the update 49ers score a touchdown over the seahawks back to you guys and and it's like you know end of the third quarter early fourth quarter and no one scored and mark sanchez goes hey carissa are you breaking into other games and giving them updates on our game or <laughs> or no and then of course they had cut her mic off it. and sanchez is like carissa are you there? Is anyone watching this game?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just such a Viking thing that I grew up loving the Viking. I, okay, I got to change the subject for one second because if I were a member of the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I think it was a wide receiver that was, yep. was lined up <laughs> over the line. He was at least six inches over the line. How did he not know that? Okay, so it's funny. I'm glad that you're
2: taking this stance because I feel like the outrage today is how could you call that penalty? Well, he wait a second. If you're, if you're the wide receiver and since high school, you can look over to the sideline and a- you can yep. literally ask the official with a thumbs up, thumbs down. Am I good? Yep. Mm-hmm. That guy's also dropped about 75 passes this season. So <laughs> Kadarius Kandari- yeah. Tony. Goodbye. Might want to pull his head out of his uh, his keister here at some point.
4: Yeah. They yeah.
1: won the game, but because he was sick, hit about half his foot was over the line. They yeah. called it back. The no touchdown, no last second win for for Kansas City. Yeah, God, that must have pissed the fans off. man one of the one, well, the fans are just mad at the
2: officials because you know. No, and I guess I, the right I, okay, if, so if the official so quarterback. Right. Well, he, the yeah. the official threw the flag. Obviously, like right away, he didn't know that Travis Kelsey was. Mm-hmm. I think if if the official had known that it was going to be literally one of the greatest plays in like modern NFL history, he probably just <laughs> he probably lets it slide. But he couldn't have known that.
0: Yeah,
4: so. and and no. I get the frustration from Kansas City. Like it's a sure. terrible way to lose a game. And typically with yep. those, you'll see the ref. You know. All right, instead of throwing the flag, we're gonna come up hey, just so you know you're getting a little close to line, I'll let it slide this once. And so I think that's right. what they were kind of frustrated with is the really you called it the first time. Who knows if he was lined up like that more? But uh yeah, they were Patrick Mahomes was not happy after Well, that. The
5: game. That's the thing is he's acting like this is the worst call in NFL history, and but buddy, do you know how many times that you've gone on the opposite end of some of those like missed calls or calls being like given your way? And then mm-hmm. we we've seen the replacement refs in the NFL. We, we we've seen
2: That's right. like
5: uh, just a coin toss in the end zone between the Seahawks and the Packers. There have been much worse calls. It's one week. You'll, you'll my, be just my, fine. my
2: favorite blown call in NFL history is from, it's from the nineties. Uh, do you guys remember Jerome Bettis? The, the big mm-hmm. sure. uh, the bus. Notre Dame running back, the mm-hmm. bus right? The Steelers, Steelers, and they're going to overtime. And I think it was Jerome Bettis and Jerome Bettis says, you know, heads or tails very clearly. And the official yep. hears the other <laughs> <laughs> tails and the, 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 the coin lands tails he goes uh, the Steelers call heads and they wind up losing the game in overtime yeah. I mean sometimes That's the officials terrible. are buffoons but dude light just look over there's a li- you know there's a there's a line there sort of
1: imagine you know imaginary you can stand behind it and it'll be great and the cameras had a perfect angle of it too the camera showed very clearly yeah. that he was off sides there's no doubt about it yep yeah. exactly So so the
2: the Chiefs are down today, uh, the Dynasty Chiefs, and the Vikings are firmly in playoff position here (laughs) with one of the best defenses in the NFL. So I don't know. You guys guys can choose to look at the glass half full or half empty. I'm looking at an elite NFL defense here today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Is there any question they shut out uh, Las Vegas? I mean, what more do you need?
4: Well, I mean, I – was unaware that John Madden was on the Raiders' sidelines yeah, over there. It's and a, it's so a st- legacy it's not, franchise. That's something it's we should be, a, be proud of. We had to bench our quarterback in the fourth quarter. Like By are- the way,
2: I don't know why they – I mean, Josh Dobbs, we're we're always going to have that one game against Atlanta where he ran around and mm-hmm. the yep. astronaut game. He's been so bad the last three games, and I don't oh. know how they don't turn to a – not like they have a bunch of Joe Montanas in waiting here, but – uh, the fact that they they stuck with him after halftime was like, what are we doing yeah. yeah.
4: here, guys? Do we look extra bad because we made a big deal out of you know, oh, we're really going to evaluate who should be starting, and then coming out of a bye week, which typically when you come out of a bye, you're supposed to have everything should be running like a fine tuned machine, and then we lay this huge egg on offense. Is that kind of a knock against Kevin O'Connell? I mean,
2: it's so hard to tell because if you were to give most coaches this level of quarterback play in the NFL, I don't care if you're Sean McVay. I mean, look at when Matthew Stafford went out last year, the Ram- and the, and a couple injuries, the Rams offense looked like a train wreck a year after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, it's so hard to judge an offensive coach when you have incompetent quarterback play. But it is bad when you have 2 weeks to prepare and you're like the, the one thing Kev- so apparently Kevin O'Connell told the broadcast team yesterday cuz they were saying, "Hey, you know, what what went into the decision to stick with Josh Dobbs after one of the worst games you've ever seen against the bears on Monday night football. Like why, <laughs> why did you sit two weeks and then decide, yeah, we're going to go back to this guy. Yeah, yep. And, and Kevin O'Connell apparently told the broadcast crew it's at this point in Josh Dobbs career at every stop, like all five, six teams he's been with, that that team bails on him, right? They see him for like a few games or a month and a half and they cut bait on him. And he said, you know, as a, as a guy that didn't really get, you know, a lot of opportunities when I was a quarterback. I didn't want to be one of those teams that bailed early on him. It's like, all right, well, you saw one more game. I think it's safe to bail at this <laughs> right. point. So yeah. we're essentially the girlfriend
4: good. that thinks we can fix him.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. It, is okay, is
5: need, Oh, go ahead, Tom. No, you're up. That's fine. I was just going to say, do you think um just that decision to leave him in also influences the injury that got Justin Jefferson brought to a hospital? Because when you have a poor – quarterback uh like a quarterback who just isn't able to put the ball in the right spot it leaves up wide receivers in very harmful areas at some point so was that kind of just a you know any quarterback situational it's going to happen or if you have a no
2: it was a a hospital ball they call it i mean they literally have a word for quarterbacks that that hang a receiver out to dry now in the 70s when you had guys like Again, legacy franchise. Jack Tatum running around, literally like head hunting. It's a it's a lot harder now to to get a receiver hurt over the middle. But they they literally have a term for what happened yesterday. It's called a hospital ball. And Justin Jefferson wound up in an actual hospital because of a ball that yep. Josh Dobbs threw. So, is he going to mm-hmm. be all right? He did fly back home with the team. So okay. they're calling, okay. but they're calling it internal an internal chest injury, which. Ooh. The internal thing is kind of like, oh,
1: so it's like, okay. Yeah, is it it lungs? Like, is it? Yeah, that's very good. Okay, now I've I've held off on this question because I didn't watch the game. Please tell me the field goal wasn't just a chip shot. Uh, uh, It was 36 yards. Yeah, it was a chip shot. it was a semi-chip shot. (laughs) It wasn't like a 62-yard
2: bomb to win the game. No, it was. Exactly no Hold he on. missed the he oh. missed the 49 yarder earlier that would have put him up three nothing oh
1: god
2: and then they lined up they were up three nothing there was like 20 seconds left and they lined up for another field goal but instead they did a pooch punt he just sure. the, the kicker punt that was the most exciting play of the game actually it's the, <laughs> the the kicker they do like a fake field goal pooch
1: punt to to drain 10 seconds off the clock well all right, I know you only got one more minute, but Tevin, we got to go with some hockey or basketball here, don't we, AJ and Tevin? <laughs> no. Uh, how did they do over the weekend? Well, the Wolves. The Wolves.
2: So the Wolves beat Memphis. Uh, it it might have been Friday night, whatever, it was, Saturday night. They beat Memphis. Uh, so now the Wolves have a 16-game stretch against playoff teams. So nobody panic if they lose some games here. Okay, they're probably not going to set the NBA record for wins like they're <laughs> almost on pace for. So let's, let's exercise. I know, Tom, I know you lose a lot of sleep over the Timberwolves. No so doubt about that. Uh, let's just take a deep breath if they lose a couple games against good teams here. It's still, uh, it's still one of the best seasons in franchise history.
1: I understand that to be uh, the truth. How about the hockey club? How'd they do? Yeah, we're, We need to fire another coach, don't we? I think just to spark things.
5: <laughs> no, he, he, he prolonged his tenure. They, they picked up a win last night, a big 2-0 okay. shutout.
2: Oh,
1: there you go! There it is. Okay, big shutout last Mm -hmm. night. And you're wearing your Gopher shirt today, so they must have done something over the weekend. Uh, No, I just uh, have a stack of laundry out here, and it was (laughs) the first thing on the clean pile for me today. I'm glad to hear that. So you guys get the same feeling that I do about this Viking team. Is the coach seems to know what he's doing though? Am I getting the wrong impression
2: here? I, I would say this. All right, I don't know that they're gonna actually have this conversation, but Kevin, o- Kevin O'Connell has been a good, he's a young head coach, second yeah. year, and he's, he's like yep. 20 and 10. So he's nowhere near a hot seat and they're going to mm. make the playoffs probably. Right. But the defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, who also has head coaching experience right, right. is doing, I mean, it, he's painting a Mona Lisa with rookies and second year guys. And they like the, the Vikings wake up this morning. They, last year they had one of the worst defenses in the NFL. By almost any measurement, it's a top five defense mm-hmm. after, after the first 14 weeks of the season. So uh, he, their, their defensive coordinator, Flores, is, is almost certainly going to get a head coaching job, if not this cycle, the next cycle in a year right. from now. So they're going right. to have to, I, I would make him, I would say, I don't know, open up your books, make him the highest paid assistant coach in the NFL, Yeah, pay him whatever, I think it'd be like $5 million a year, and uh, and keep him around, whatever you have to do.
1: I just want to ask God one question, and I can't even remember the guy's name. God, why wasn't I the pitcher that signed a quarter billion dollars yeah. and uh, then got hurt uh, two
4: two games later? Uh, can't play again ever? I thought you were going to say, why aren't you Shohei Otani, who just signed a $700 million contract? $700 million.
2: Yeah. <laughs> How about that? And they're di- So you guys remember Bobby Bonilla from like 30 sure. years ago signed a sure. deferred contract with the Mets. So to this oh, day, Bobby Benia's been out of baseball for like twenty-five years, but to this day, it's I think it's a date in like June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We always celebrate Bobby Bonilla Day. This is the day that he gets his million dollar deferred annual payment from the Mets contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. So apparently there's there's speculation that Shohei Otani deferred like forty years of that contract. So Ooh. it's it's seven hundred million dollars, but it's but it's gonna be over the course of like four decades, part of that contract, he's gonna get paid, what is he now, twenty six? So he's going to be getting paid when he's like 70 years old still by,
1: by the Dodgers. That's, that's a bit of news right there. Ladies and gentlemen, $700 million. It's incredible. How do you make that money back with just one player marketing? It has to be right. I mean, it's it's
2: I mean, they, Los Angeles, I mean, Hideo Nomo in the nineties, there's a ton of Japanese baseball fans Mm -hmm. that, that follow Mm -hmm. Los Angeles baseball. So they must think, okay, when he's healthy, and by the way, he's coming off Tommy John surgery, I think, for the second time. He's going to keep trying to pitch. He's one of the best pitchers, one of the best hitters, and then one of the most marketable players. So they're, they're trying to add those three bins up and say, okay, what's the value of this? Apparently, three quarters of a billion dollars is the value. <laughs> Not bad. No. Right, That's my know, value on this show I feel like. I feel yeah, like you know, checks in the mail Phil. You know, yeah, I'm one it, of the best one of the best Vikings talking heads, you know, one of the best horror movie guys,
1: okay? I feel go. like I need to renegotiate a few things around. just, just a You're lot of deferred second.
2: years. <laughs> yeah.
1: Deferred, yeah, defer the payments. <laughs> I did not know you were a horror movie fan cuz I thought I was the only one still alive. Yeah, well, it's you, me and uh I think
2: it was AJ. AJ, you're a horror movie guy on the show, aren't you?
5: I dabble. I wouldn't say it's like my go-to, like, I but I dabble for sure. Okay. okay. I, mean, I, I, I do have
2: a spreadsheet of horror movies that I've, yeah, I've I'm not referenced that before. Do you have a favorite of all time, though, horror movie? Um, I think we we talked about this, I feel like, on Halloween briefly on the show. Um, I love the paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. So I oh, love okay. yeah. I love the Exorcist stuff. I love the... You know The Omen, I love paranormal activity, anything that just Catholic? sends a little chill through you. Did you
1: grow up Catholic? Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> it's always Catholics that love it horror is. And
2: it's, it's always Catholics that love the, the ones that
1: involve, like, the
2: demon and the devil. Oh, yeah. A oh, bunch yeah. of God-fearing.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll close with this one, Phil, because you'll like this. I grew up Catholic, right? So my wife wants me to go, this is many years ago said my friend's getting married and I said oh yeah okay well do you want to go I said yeah I'll go with you no problem where is it and she said it's some blah 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 not a Catholic church right so I'm joking around I get there and I walk in the vestibule and there is a picture that's about 15 feet wide and 20 feet tall of Jesus it's this gigantic picture of Jesus in the vestibule right and I look up and the thing is crowded because everybody's going in for the wedding not one person laughed, and I got the dirtiest looks because I looked up at the picture and went, "Oh, who's this now?" They it's did a giant giant think... Jesus. Yeah, they did not think that was funny at all. I no. will
2: tell you, there that. is no laughing inside
1: a Catholic church or a Catholic setting of any kind. But this was a, I think, like a Baptist or something. The okay. Baptist church. They they did not like me. I said, no. I, "Who's this now?" I mean, come on. <laughs> oh God. All no, right. You gotta be very go serious.
2: Ahead. All right. I gotta yes. go. I gotta go. It's mostly a therapy session on Purple Daily. People are very upset about the offense. So I'll no, talk to you guys.
1: Hard to believe. <laughs> All right, All right pally. We'll Talk Thank to you, you guys on Friday. See you. Looking forward to it. Phil Mackey Score North, ladies and gentlemen. Judd will be on with us tomorrow when of course Phil returns on Fridays. We'll take a break here, be right back. What's that lamo's name again? Oh yeah, Chris Agar. That's right. I enjoyed that immensely. Well, if somebody said to you, like you look up and there's a picture of Jesus and they said, who's this now? Wouldn't you You'd think that was funny, wouldn't you? I would think percent.
3: it was funny. Yeah. Because either way, if they A, didn't know ah. or B, it was a joke. Either way, yeah. I would find it very funny. <laughs> I mean, Jesus come so. on.
4: Right. You should be able to make jokes like yelling like who wants a shot when you do communion cuz it's in the little cups like st- yeah. stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. <laughs> Popping bottles. That's exactly what we're talking about here. There's no question
1: about it. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back with Chris Eggert joining us from Channel 5 Eyewitness News. You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Michael Lindell knows this, continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King Pillows, the original My Slippers, and the MyPillow six pack bath towel sets. Well, they're back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special
3: and more. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilsky, CEO at North
5: American Banking Company.
3: As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many
5: multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998.
1: North American banking company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You know, you guys can talk just in case I don't get back in time. <laughs> KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one stop shop for all firearms related products. It is a preferred choice among trap enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. KNL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models and has a huge selection of trap loads. Fall hunting is here head to KNL surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KNL now has a lot of the calibers that have been hard to find in stock. KNL surplus and ammo is veteran owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this show and receive a 10% off anything in the store. Anything in the store. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KL surplus and ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com.
0: this is the tom bernard
1: morning show podcast how many seconds you guys let that go
6: it was only like oh i I think it was about three and a half seconds i was keeping track
1: yeah Yeah, because you guys can schmooze because look i even did this in radio people oh it's got to be very tight no it doesn't i had to run down the hall and pee okay i cannot make it down the hall and back here in 60 seconds and it doesn't say if there are three or four spots or whatever sometimes so yeah if i'm not back and just i in and go yeah lame ass must be down the hall he'll be back in about two seconds you After know, that. no After problem. That. Or you can just change the story completely and go, what he said in the first half or hour was a 100% wrong. <laughs> you could do that too. <laughs> what do I'll, you think?
5: I'll add that one to my toolbox.
1: Yeah. There's a shock. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5, Chris Hagert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48 minute evaluation 952 925 5608. That's 925 925- uh, excuse me, nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. I want to get that right. Make sure you got the right info, Mister Eggert, What's the latest,
6: Tommy? Uh, I appreciate your story about looking up at the big uh, picture of Jesus, and I, oh. <laughs> I not a, one
1: person even smiled.
6: So I had a similar um, conundrum when one of my buddies was getting married a number of years ago, and of course we were young and probably partying or whatever. And we were in that wedding and we were waiting to take the pictures and I don't know why it occurred to me, but I looked, I, I like pretend to be mad about something. And I looked at the cross and I'm like, JC, burr, burr. you know, like I was angry about something. And I'm like, whoops. I looked over at my buddies and they're like, <laughs> like to me it worked at the time, but I, yeah,
1: Nobody's got a sense of humor anymore. Everybody hates everybody else. Get a sense of humor again for God. How do stand-up comedians even... Tevin, you worked in the comedy business. Mm -hmm. How do these people make anybody... like? You can't say anything. You can't do anything. Nobody's got a sense of humor anymore. What the hell?
4: Right. like You're telling me that God doesn't appreciate a good joke every once in a while? Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 God
6: gave us our senses of humor. Albeit some of ours better than others.
3: Yeah. Also, that's God's this son, and nobody gets madder yes. at somebody than like the dad of a son. So, like, God probably wants to shit talk Jesus a little too.
4: See? Now
5: we're talking.
1: That's that makes common sense right there. Cut What's your that? hair,
5: hippie.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: triple. And when you stop wearing dresses, for God's sake, put some pants on, right?
6: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could walk around the robe. That might not be the worst thing in the world, right? He, like he Birkenstocks. Ericsson. You're just robing at all times. <laughs> got the birks on, chilling. Not have to cut the hair. You don't have to shave. Like you got a look, right? You know AJ. Yeah, I mean, I barely bathe as is, so I know I'm right there with them. Oh, I, wow. I wasn't saying that, but you definitely you got the look going on. If you wore a robe, you could definitely be our RJC.
5: Yeah, you know, just uh if
4: if there was junk food and little Debbie's around back in zero A D. <laughs> you're instead of turning water to wine and fish <laughs> to whatever, you're <laughs> turning things to little Debbie snacks. Yeah. To
5: little Debbies. Yeah. <laughs> Carrots into twenties. Nice job.
1: Nice job. That's all I got. Yeah, I just I don't understand people that have no sense of humor now about anything. Nothing's funny. Oh, you you're you're really victimizing people. Yeah, I know. That's why it's funny because I'm victimizing people. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, you're not victimizing anybody. A pain in the ass. A big baby. God. Don't you love a good laugh? Let me tell you a great joke.
6: Absolutely.
1: Okay, let me just point something out to you guys. This is very true. And Tevin, you can lie and say this is not true. Okay. But I used to walk up upon you know a group of students standing in the hallway at North High School, and they were all black students at the time. But I knew most of them because they lived right by me. All the rest of it. They're telling jokes, and we don't look too good in most of those jokes. I will tell. Honkeys don't look too good in group jokes with black people.
4: Oh, that's not true.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sounded <laughs> very genuine. That was the
3: funniest voice I've ever heard. Yeah, oh,
4: exactly. Uh, <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. You might Tom. be for an Oscar for All that right. one.
1: I will tell you. Someday we'll get into humor. There's no question about it. People will laugh again. I'm a, are there any funny movies out right now? Actually,
6: uh, I don't really? know. Did they, that, well, it's funny you bring that up because I the um, Golden Globe nominations just dropped a couple minutes ago, and oh, I was okay. going to run through a couple, couple of those for you. Uh, and mm. one of them, I guess, was funny. I, I think the parts that I laughed at were maybe not the parts that the rest of the world laughed at, but Barbie. Barbie got, like, nine nominations, which is the highest of all this year's movies. I'm and curious Barbie. as
5: to what parts you laughed at, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: Like, not probably the parts that they thought were supposed to be and, funny. And I
4: guess, Chris, you've seen the movie. Brittany, you saw the movie as well.
6: Yeah.
4: Was it cinematically great, where you're like, this is a Golden Globe type movie? I don't movie? know. I don't
3: – like, it's not like I put the Golden Globes or the awards <laughs> on some pedestals. So I wasn't like, <laughs> what – this is not a Golden Globe, like so. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I liked the movie. I had fun. I went with my nanny family, a bunch of women. We dressed up, so it was like it was a vibe. And like, did it probably save the theater more than any other Tom Hay or uh, Tom Cruise movie that he claimed was gonna <laughs> save the theater? Probably. I mean, at least it extended their life a little bit. They needed yeah. the life support, but yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not too wrapped up in, like, who's going to get best picture this year.
6: Well, yeah, fine. I thought I'd bring you this valuable information that was hot off the press. And if you don't care about it, then... No, I care. That's not I, what care. I mean, you know, Christopher. Way to go,
1: Brittany. No, you've ruined everything.
3: No, Christopher, no, I just mean, like, mad. I don't hold them sacred. Like, I like award shows. I watch them often. But I don't, like, I don't put too much value. Of course they're going to put a bunch of Barbie on for Barbie because it, it, you know, but... Was it were there some holes in the movie? Yeah, were there some some <laughs> things not explained? If you die in Barbie world, do you die in real world? Like there are some things I'm still asking about. If that's what you want, I mean, you'd poke holes in the movie. Thank you. Uh,
6: did that's anybody awesome. else see it? Tom,
5: did you see it? Tom? Barbie. No.
6: Do yeah. you know me?
5: I'm waiting for Barbie. it on streaming. I do plan on watching because I've heard it's actually pretty solid. But I, I haven't been to like a movie theater in a long time.
1: That's sad, isn't it? I mean, I understand why you haven't been, but, but it makes me sad. Because going to dinner in a movie was, the oh, my God, it was great. I know. Fun back I, know. In the
6: day. I agree.
1: Well, I, I will tell you what a movie experience that I had. I didn't watch the movie. Catherine did. But I, uh, Catherine turned on uh, Killers of the Flower Moon.
6: That's, that's nominated, by the way. I, was, I saw yeah. that Catherine had seen yep. that. Not that Brian so cares. I went
1: to, I went to bed because she was going to watch the movie. And then when I got up, the movie was almost done.
5: Dang oh, it's three and a
1: half hours long. I yeah. am not watching a movie that's three and a half hours long unless it's The Godfather. That's
6: it. Right? Yeah, that one is up for best drama movie um, with a bunch of other movies I haven't heard of except for Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw the first 25 or 30 minutes of Barbie and laughed a couple of times, and then I fell asleep for the rest of it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Which, yeah, you're an adult man That's probably the correct response to that moment.
6: Well, that's kind of what I was thinking And there might have been a little Maker's Mark involved in that too Oh, Glug, um, Glug Atta boy I'm looking over the rest of these I don't even know what um, Geez, best actor Male actor in a television comedy Bill Hader from Barry is Yeah that, Is that a comedy? I guess It's a dark no, comedy, right? Okay
1: I Can I tell you the absolute truth? Mm-hmm. I made it about a season and a half. I, it's, I thought it was terrible, and people loved that. People show. do love it. Ah, uh, it was terrible.
6: I'm kind of on the fence on it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
6: I'm with Tom.
3: After one, it's the first season. Immaculate, great, funny. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. kind of like the Dexter's though, where you go, this mm. isn't sustainable. <laughs> you can't just be a mass murderer yeah. and then like have or not a mass murder, but like a you know, killing a bunch of people and having like a close knit group of friends. Like
5: it just doesn't work like right. that.
1: I love your reasoning. Not really a mass murder, but you kill a lot of people. That yeah, would be I a guess, mass murder. Is,
5: isn't it serial killer? Is that technically <laughs> what it is?
3: If the That's Boston key, or the was it the Boston massacre was what, four or five people, like it's kind of yeah, a small bar. Right. Right. Sorry, well, too soon. Good. Was that too soon to talk?
0: About? Very, very well.
4: confused is what point you're trying to make. Oh my! <laughs> <I don't lie. laughs> like how the Boston. <laughs> like,
0: like the I got one with, with the
1: Bill Hader and and as Brittany said, the first season was really good, but as soon as season two kicked in, I was like, this is not good at all. I got through about three episodes and I said, I, I can't watch this. It's just, I thought it was terrible.
6: So the other people up for the the male actor, Steve Martin, only murders in the building. Whoa. Uh, Jason Siegel from Shrinking, Martin Short, Only Murderers in the Building, Man. Jason Sudeikis from uh, Ted Lasso, and Jeremy Allen White from The Bear, which I hear is really good too, but I haven't yeah. seen that. Oh, you have to watch The Bear, especially. A have you ever?
4: Deal? Yeah. 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 Have you ever worked yeah. in the service industry, Chris, in your younger uh-huh. years? Oh, then oh, you'll, yeah. you'll 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 appreciate it. If you anybody that's worked in the service industry, ten out of ten have to watch The Bear.
6: Okay, I'll, I I need to get I need to get on that.
1: Well, absolutely. Let's go. Instead of, watch,
6: instead of wasting time watching Barbie. Yes. Oh.
1: Now, Brittany, you didn't go as nuts over Barbie as you did over Taylor Swift.
3: I mean, I had a great time at Barbie, but, like, yeah, yeah like, those are the only two movies I went to. I mean, I don't really get out of the house much, but it was, like, an event I had, you know, it's scheduled, people I went with, so it's hard to get me to the movies. I'm not trying yeah. to go.
1: I used to love going to movie theaters. I, I honestly got to go out and have a little dinner, go to the movie theater. It was wonderful, great experience. But I guess people just, well, people don't want to be around each other anymore. That's a big part of it. You know, they have the convenience of sitting at home streaming whatever they want, whenever they want to do it. That's pretty hard to beat, man.
6: I—I I, I, My wife has been like, let's go to a movie. And I'm like, I'm fine with going. That's how she talks. Um, hey, Chris, what time hey, you coming Let's go to a movie, Chris. Chris, it's date night. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm okay with it. But I'm like, every time we think about it, I'm like, what do you want to see? And there's not anything I want to see. So that's
2: yeah, that's yeah.
6: kind of a catch twenty two, right? Like it's, I feel like a lot of the movies are coming out on the streaming services, and they're going there directly, and they're not even going in the theater. It's just a different world. There's no doubt about it.
1: And it's interesting because you know uh, what was it? Murder in Venice. I think the 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 uh, Agatha Christie movies are always good, but she was such a great writer, and and it's a redo, obviously. So you know, I, I had seen it a couple of different uh, iterations before, but that was a good movie, and the woman that was in it was terrific. What's her name again? Um, she's uh, a Tina uh, Was it
5: Tina Fey? Yeah, was it Tina Fey for the was Tina Fey? I think you're right.
1: I think it was. Okay. I've never liked her until that movie. I thought she was terrific in the movie. She was really good. So I just don't like Saturday Night Live. That I don't blame it on the people. Saturday Night Live has never been funny to me. First year or two, that was about it. I said not it just got very political.
4: Not even the kind of the the golden years of it with like Will Ferrell and all those guys. Nope.
1: I thought Will Ferrell was terrific in in uh, what was Elf. it Elf. Yeah. He
6: mm-hmm.
1: was terrific. Anything else he's ever done, I thought, sucked. But he was really good in Elf. I thought he was terrific in Elf.
6: What about his role as Frank the Tank in um, Old School? Old School.
4: I don't think I ever
1: saw that. Is it good?
4: Yeah, that doesn't I, seem like a Tom type no, of movie. that's not a Tom <laughs> movie. That's
5: not a Tom <laughs> movie
4: at all. That's kind of why I brought it
1: up. Yeah, I, I, I just that real silly, over the top, silly thing has mm. never been my deal.
3: He's Tom. There's a movie he's in called Kicking and Screaming. Oh my god, and I love it that is movie. One of the. Fun, never he's heard. Really, it. He's really he, he's not over the top in it.
0: Oh, okay. He's
3: coaching um, a little kid's soccer team, and it is so funny. Like, I actually think it might be one of his funniest movies he's uh, he's in ever. It's so funny. It's
1: so, kicking and screaming. Yes,
5: it's. Oh, i give it's it a whirl. Underrated. I feel like nobody talks about it, but he, like okay. it's so good. And then, like, I, the first time I ever watched that, randomly, Mike Ditka has an insanely large role. <laughs> it's
3: his dad's uh, enemy. And it's so funny. God, and he's yeah. super involved
4: in so, it. So good. Yeah. I think that movie doesn't get as much shine as his others because it kind of came at the tail end of everybody getting, I'm Will Ferrell out because it was the string of movies where oh. he kind of played the yeah. same yeah. character over yeah. and over. And so they're like, ah, this is kicking the stream, It's probably the same. See, I think it
5: was before that. Was it before? Because it was before like Step Brothers. Oh, okay. I thought L- it was after. This was like, oh, five. This was oh, like okay. before he really got. Uh, to like Will Ferrell level, because
4: isn't uh, Mark Wahlberg in that movie too, kicking and screaming? No, no. Okay,
6: I don't know. See, anything.
1: But now I have a movie to watch tonight. I'm very yeah, happy. Yeah, for the for recommendations,
6: movie. you guys. Tom yeah. Tom, yeah, no problem. Tom, you want to have a, a movie night? <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. What time are you coming over?
6: Um, it's like 11:30 uh, in the morning. Does that work? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'll be perfect. What, on a weekday, 1130? Yeah, that'll be perfect. That'll work okay. out just fine. No question perfect. about it.
6: A.K.A. Ooh, can uh, Chris
3: just nap in front of you, Tom, is what he's asking.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's all he's yeah. done. I've known him 10 years.
6: And you'll put a movie on, and then I'll just sleep. So, yeah, that'll be fun.
1: Well, most of the movies now would put you to sleep, so I understand. The movies suck now. They just do. They're just not very good. You are have...
6: godfather, I'll tell you that right now.
1: No, they are not. All right, young man, get get off your ass and get to work.
6: Uh, I'll think about it.
1: Don't tell me what to do. It's sick <laughs> Goodbye,
6: you guys. Have a good day. See you. Thanks
1: a lot. Chris Eggert with us. That's all I have to say to you. We'll take a break. Come right back with... Hey, Tom, it's Bob. Speaking of kicking and screaming... <laughs> Mostly hey, no. screaming. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> a lot of not, not a lot of kicking, but a lot of screaming. We shall take a break. Be right back with Bob Sands for a couple of minutes. Holiday shopping season is happening right now, and you can save up to seventy percent off your shopping with the Tom Bernard Holiday Online Auction, December eighth through the fourteenth. Auction items include e-bikes from EcoFun Motorsports. I love that. A 9 by 12 cargo trailer from Pleasureland RV or a Canadian fishing trip at Fletcher Lake Resort. I have had friends. I've not been there, but my friends go there all the time. They just love Fletcher Lake Resort. So, yeah, e-bikes from EcoFun Motorsports, a 9x12 cargo trailer from Pleasureland RV, a Canadian fishing trip at Fletcher Lake Resort. Visit TomBernardShow.com and enter keyword auction to view items and bid. That's TomBernardShow.com, keyword auction. Bidding
3: ends December 14th. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan. A sale.
6: Oh. This is crazy.
4: Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub zero weather. That's right, everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6. How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and while well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales, this idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so okay, the crew has decided. Yeah, now yeah. yeah. we're talking fun!
3: Yeah. So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com.
2: Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road? Or the child that followed hi i'm mike bryant from Bradshaw and bryant when you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds your vehicle travels 100 yards that's the entire length of a football field if you absolutely have to text you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others now that is important we hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us.
0: Find Bradshaw
5: and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going
1: farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice
6: for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you know the song Kokomo, it's supposed to be out the Florida Keys, right? Well, I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that is a fictitious place they made up for the song Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys Island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident now. Now, that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want some, you know, you want to become a Floridian maybe. May I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from one Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield and he's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys, he lives there and here. And Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from coast to coast mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota, Matt's part of uh, the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com.